For decades, the International Monetary Fund has been the scourge of countries that get in economic trouble. Yet its authority has never been seriously challenged. Today, this is especially dangerous. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The deadly combination of inflation and food shortages is putting numerous nations on the brink of disaster. A few, most notably Sri Lanka, are already in chaos. All too many countries are particularly vulnerable because they loaded themselves up with debt during the easy money years after the financial crisis of 2008 and 09, when interest rates were virtually non-existent. With the cost of money rising and open-ended central banks' ATMs now closing, scores of these governments can no longer service their debts. For a number of poorer nations, this means not only already shrinking paltry incomes for people already in real poverty, but also outright hunger, if not famine. What's disturbing is that the amount of money these countries owes is unknown. China has lent prodigious amounts of money to a number of nations, and transparency here is hardly robust. The International Monetary Fund, the IMF, is supposed to be the economic doctor countries turn to when they get in trouble. IMF teams fly into the stricken nation and negotiate, in the Tony Soprano sense of the word, the terms to get bailout money. The problem is the IMF is guilty of economic quackery on a global scale. Its foremost demand is that a country devalue its currency. Making a currency less valuable is the very definition of inflation. It's like telling somebody with pneumonia to go sit in the snow. The IMF thinks the cure for inflation is making people poorer, so taxes are raised. The agency also orders the removal of politically popular subsidies, usually for certain foods and fuel. In principle, that's fine, but the timing here is dreadful. People, mostly on the margin, are seeing life supports disappearing. Riots result. Instead, the IMF should be prescribing what economic expert Nathan Lewis dubs the magic formula, low tax rates and stable money. The formula always works. Instead of devaluations, countries should adopt currency boards, whereby their money is fixed to a reliable currency, like the Swiss franc. Currency boards unfailingly stop inflation in its tracks. Yet the IMF's record of cockeyed counterproductive remedies has yet to provoke a serious challenge from its major donors, primarily the U.S. With so many countries in desperate straits, this chronic malfeasance will lead to unnecessary death and provoke destructive turmoil. True, the countries the IMF ministers to are usually guilty of reckless spending and too much government control of the economy, but that doesn't warrant administering to them patent medicines. Take perennially mismanaged Pakistan, which just negotiated an IMF rescue package. True to form, the IMF imposed higher taxes and the elimination of fuel subsidies. The newly installed government got shellacked in provincial elections and may collapse as a result. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Music